I'm Cinder Niemela, and along with Charlotte Gilmano, welcome to the Inspired Wisdom Podcast. I believe the most powerful gifts you can give yourself is time to reflect on your talents and experience, and then have the wisdom to act with confidence and grace. This podcast is for entrepreneurs, leaders, and individuals who want to thrive in work and life. Your journey to being connected and inspired by the world around you starts right now. Hi, this is Cinder Niemela. A common thread throughout the interviews is change and transition. In episode two, Lion Goodman talked about his near-death experience and how this external event inspired him to look at his beliefs and worldviews, which ultimately led to him helping others shift and transform. In episodes six, seven, eight, and 23, Simon, Stephen, Katie, and Tylon discussed their personal and professional journeys, which led them to make changes and shifts in mindset for more fulfilling careers and lives. And in episodes 22, 25, and 26, Karsten, Jody, and Rob discussed resilient leaders, grief, a growth mindset, and mental toughness as skills we can learn to build resilience and to thrive. Wherever you are in your journey, change is constant and will always occur. It's inevitable. We are always evolving and changing, as is the world we live in. Because change involves an element of loss, the degree and frequency of change we experience can be stressful and strain our resiliency. Understanding how we respond to change can help us move through disruptive change more successfully. And this is the purpose of our mini training on moving through change. There are some important things to know about change. Change brings about a loss, the loss of something familiar. Transition, on the other hand, takes time. The new normal will eventually feel grounded. Change can bring about new opportunities. All personal growth comes from meeting the challenge of change. By dealing with life's challenges, we learn that we can strengthen our growth mindset. Change is situational. It is the external event that is taking place. Transition, on the other hand, is the internal psychological process that people go through as they internalize and come to terms with the new situation. I'd like to go through a couple models that discuss the change curve and explain the stages we move through during the change process. The first change curve is a model used to understand the stages of personal transition. It's based on Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's work around transition through grief. The model describes the four basic stages most people go through when dealing with change. I'll describe the model now, and you can also find a downloadable version on inspiredwisdom.us forward slash podcast. So stage one is the status quo. Stage two is disruption. Stage three is exploration. And the fourth stage is rebuilding. The model illustrates a bell curve, starting out at status quo, which is the midpoint on the graph, between the positive and the negative. Once a change is introduced, things are set into motion and our initial reaction drops below the status quo point. Most people initially experience shock and possibly denial as the status quo or norm is challenged, especially when dealing with a major change. Typically, we need some time to adjust. 
as we begin to realize that the change is genuine, we tend to have more negative feelings and move into stage two. And this is called the disruptive stage, where we're feeling anger and resentment and maybe even fear, fear of what the future holds for us. We may feel compelled to act out or vent our anger. As long as we continue to resist the change, we will remain at this stage. The turning point in the model comes when we're able to start focusing on what we have lost. We then move into the exploration stage. That is, we are starting to accept the change. We'll also begin exploring what the change means for us, both good and bad, and how we will need to adapt. At the final stage, which is called rebuilding, you're embracing your change and your new normal is becoming second nature. So let's use this model and a personal example of a work colleague that took a new job and left the company. We had a great working relationship and were friends outside of work. I was shocked when he shared with me he was taking a new job. While I was happy for him, I also couldn't believe that he was wanting to leave his position. At the same time, I was angry that he would leave while we were in the middle of a big project. I wanted to successfully complete the project and was worried that my new colleague wouldn't be a team player. I was also worried that we wouldn't align on goals and work styles. Soon after my new peer joined the team, I invited her to lunch to get to know her better. We discovered some common interests and I better understood her expectations for the role and her working style. During a team meeting, she seemed to want her ideas to override those of the other team members. At this point, I realized for the project to be successful, I would need to be proactive in reaching out and collaborating with her. Over the next several weeks, we established a good working relationship and were both committed to being transparent and aligned on delivering project outcomes. Again, I invite you to go to inspiredwisdom.us to download this model and the next model. I started this mini training by mentioning that change is situational. It is the external event that is taking place. Transition, on the other hand, is internal. It's what happens in our minds as we go through and come to terms with the new situation. This process is influenced by our mindset. William Bridges' transition model highlights three phases people go through as they transition through change. So the three phases are endings. That's when you begin to identify what you are losing. The second phase is neutral zone, and it comes after letting go. It's the time between the old reality and the sense of identity in the new. And the third phase is new beginnings, and they are marked by a release of new energy in a new direction. There really is no specific way to grieve. Each person has to work through his or her grief in his or her own way. In this conversation, we've been discussing grief as it relates to a loss, a loss of something familiar and the inherent change associated with that loss. A useful way of identifying your ways of coping with loss and change is to look back at your different experiences and examine how you handle both positive and negative change. To do this, you'll do a life mapping exercise. I realize that trying to rank a loss or grief is very subjective, and I don't mean to devalue the experience, but this kind of exercise can serve as a tool for identifying coping strategies. 
Some refer to this ranking as the change hierarchy. The hierarchy relates to the level or degree of loss or change experienced during a particular situation. For example, the degree of loss experienced when a friend moves away to another city is no doubt quite different than if the friend passed away. Therefore, a hierarchy enters into this experience. The life mapping exercise involves exploring major events in your life and reflecting on actions you took during those experiences for the purpose of identifying behaviors and mindsets you can draw on during future periods of change. Mindset is very important during the change process. Our mindset or attitude about the change directly influences how resilient and flexible we'll be during change. Cultivating a positive mindset increases resiliency for adapting to and growing through change and uncertainty. You'll find a link to the handout of ways of creating resiliency, along with the instructions for the life mapping exercise in this podcast episode by going to inspiredwisdom.us forward slash podcast. In the life mapping exercise, you'll reflect over the life experiences that have shaped your life view or mindset, and in turn, how your mindset has shaped your experiences. Using a blank piece of paper, you'll draw a line graph that captures the highs and lows of your life from birth to present day that have impacted you the most. So in our conversation, we've seen how change is inevitable and how it makes us feel. We've given you two models to understand how people make the move to their new norm. And we've given you a tool for understanding how you navigate through change and how mindset shapes your experiences. Having this intellectual knowledge and understanding of your own experience will enhance your ability to lead others through change. So that's all for this mini episode of Inspired Wisdom Us, podcast episode number 27. I'm Cinder Niemela, and you've been listening to the Inspired Wisdom Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We hope these conversations illuminate your path to your highest potential. For show notes and links to resources mentioned during today's episode, please go to inspiredwisdom.us. You can also follow Inspired Wisdom on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, design a fulfilling and prosperous life that engages your talents and passions.